Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's ruined. Welcome back to Ruined, everybody. Allison <laughs> just is laughing already. Uh, this is Hallie. This is Allison. And uh, we're using a new program to record, and uh, <laughs> it gives you a, a five, four, three, two, one countdown as the recording starts, and I can't not do the classic television recording countdown that we all know from the classic Wayne's World, where you count five, four, three, two, and one are silent with your hands, and then you give a nice, almost a screw you kind of arrow to <laughs> camera. So I was doing that when we started. Um, speaking of Wayne's World, I kept, I was thinking that our this week's movie is mentioned in Wayne's World, I believe, because I have the... I can hear Mike Myers' voice say, I'm the leprechaun. He, it is referenced in that. What a bizarre thing for me to casually bring up because you're only now reminding me of that. I'm so glad. Oh, right. He, yeah, he terrifies Garth with his impression of the leprechaun. Oh, yeah. And Garth and hates tell it. You, Are we uh, Wayne and Garth? Oh. I, am I Wayne and you're Garth? I think, I think so. I definitely have gone as Wayne for Halloween because I have the hat. And I and I feel like I sort of do, look sort of similar to Mike Myers. Yeah, I, what, you have dark hair, and it's like around the same length that his wig is in the movie. So, oh, I love that for us. I do too. Oh yeah, and speaking of, um, <laughs> this is ruined. We ruined a horror movie every week. Yes. I love horror movies, and I absolutely hate them, but need to know the twists and turns. And we are doing um, a fun one because it is the actually the feature debut of America's Sweetheart, Jennifer Aniston. We are doing 1993's Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Also, I am a Jennifer Aniston stan. I love her. I think that she is an amazing comedic actress. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to kind of see what, you know, her in a horror movie uh, sounds like. Well, I will say both. I feel like this is a double-edged sword of Jennifer Aniston, which is in this film, which again, is the first movie she's ever done. She is just doing the things she always does. She is Rachel Green. Right. She is every other character she does, but it's great. And apparently, I believe the director, you know, she just auditioned like a million people did for right. this movie. And they, the director was like, she has to be in this. She's great. They knew she has presence. Is it just the one presence? Yes, but she has presence. But that presence and we see this here is great, and comforting, Absolutely. and lovely. And I'm ex- you know I'm I'm scared for her in the movie, but I'm excited that we're we're talking about her. Um, we always like to have Allison watch the trailer for each film. Mm-hmm. And what did you think about um, Leprechaun trailer? The idea of a movie about a leprechaun, a horror movie about mm-hmm. a leprechaun, is already kind of funny just right. by nature of what it is. So I think, and also I know that like the movie is kind of like made fun of or like referenced as kind of like crappy or stupid or like what, like, you know, it's like. <laughs> yes, all of those things. It is all of those things. I'll be honest. It's crappy. It's stupid. It's cheesy. Um, So like, I kind of like, it was hard to watch the trailer without like knowing the cultural perception of the movie. Like, I'm like, oh, of course, like, it wasn't as scary as like so many of the trailers we watch. Me and my high school friends watched, I believe it was the summer before senior year, watched all of the Leprechaun movies, which had been out at that time, which I believe is five. It's insane that they made five. And I believe there are more. I could check this, the film series, uh, and see how many um, there are. Yep, there are quite a bit more. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so I've seen through Leprechaun in the Hood. He then goes back <laughs> to the Hood. Is that just a comedy? That has to just be a comedy. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, um, so Leprechaun 1, 2, 3, though, that's just the titles. And then Leprechaun 4, colon, in space, my favorite one. <laughs> 
1997. <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood is 2000. So I believe that was the last one I saw. In the next one, he he goes back to the hood, and you know that because the name of the movie is Leprechaun colon Back to the Hood, and to the numeral. <laughs> then uh, Leprechaun Origin and Leprechaun Returns. Wow, that's so, so many. It's so many. And it, so I was reading, and basically the screenwriter did base the concept off of Lucky Charms and thought, oh, what if this, you know, little serial mascot was evil and I think wrote it to be scary and and creepy but then realized you know there's only so scary a leprechaun could be yeah so we have to make it a a comedy too yes but that's not like the the first three aren't intended to be comedies right well, we'll get into it because I would say it is made it is a horror movie but that has moments where I'm like wow this is a Looney Tunes episode <laughs> because the leper. The thing about a leprechaun is it's not scary, but it's also very unnerving to see a leprechaun loose. Yes. yes. And uh, we always like to take a baseline scary. And mm-hmm. so, Allison, how scary do you find the general concept of a leprechaun? I mean, a leprechaun and, like, especially knowing, like, Lucky Charms, I'm like, oh, that's not that scary. But the Irish... I find mm-hmm. to be, and I, I'm not talking about like Irish people and like the Irish people, but I think like the lore and culture around like Irish history and like Gaelic culture is because like you just think of Ireland and like the UK in general, like everything's kind of like dark and cloudy. You're mm-hmm. like, there's, there's kind of like a weird kind of like death. Uh, you know, I, I also like, I know that the Irish as a culture are, you know, traumatized by the potato famine. There is like mm-hmm. a, a painful history to them. So there, it, there is just something always like a little, little about like when you're talking about like Ireland, leprechaun lore, yeah, all it that doesn't, stuff. It's not like you're going to like a, go to a country you're going to go to for your honeymoon, you know, or maybe you would. Right. But in my mind, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go and party. And I guess it's like the version of partying there is it's so rainy that you have to go to the pub and just drink. And just drink blackout. yourself to sleep. Like that's, and yeah. yeah. And so uh, part of my family is Irish. I went to Notre Dame and mm. the mascot right, of Notre right, Dame right. is, of course, a leprechaun. right. Um, so I guess that's my sort of association with it is sort of like a tenacious, tidy little football loving yes. guy. But I agree, like the, the idea of a banshee, a selkie, mm-hmm. a lot of the the Irish mythological yes. creatures are sort of forlorn in this yes. like really lovely but scary way. Yeah. This leprechaun is not that. This okay. leprechaun is tasteless. He has <laughs> bad motivations. He is not romantic. You know, you don't want to see him out on like a windswept moor. And I just want to add, because my mother listens to this, hi mom, is that one time when she was little, she says that she saw a leprechaun. Oh. And I remember she told us this as children and we... I mean, we're like, we're never going to let you live this down. No, how could you? But what we should have said is, thank God it wasn't this leprechaun because then we might not ever have been bored. No. Because <laughs> the leprechaun in this film is not a normal yeah, serial-loving guy. I assume he's, like, homicidal. Yes, that is a correct assumption. <laughs> and before, as we get into it, I just we always like to ask Allison, would you like to guess the twist? Do you think there will be a twist in Leprechaun? the twist. I mean, I think less than a twist, I imagine that we'll get some sort of information at some point about where this leprechaun came from and how it Great. got to Jennifer Aniston's house. So Absolutely. that's kind of like the surprise I'm anticipating. And I don't have any theories on what it could be because none of them make sense. Great. And I, I like that you're going into this. This is the exact kind of movie where like you probably saw the cover in the in the movie store. Yes. And that was scary enough for your child's mind yes. that you're like, I don't need to know anything else about that guy. Yes, I do remember, because like this came in 93, so like I was mm-hmm. like 10 years old, and I definitely do remember the images of this movie being around. And like, mm-hmm. ma- maybe not television commercials, but certainly the the cover being at Blockbuster. So. Right. Well, let us begin and let us ruin Leprechaun. We open on the Leprechaun. Of course. <laughs> played by Warwick Davis. According to Wikipedia, he was, he was a star of the movie Willow. And then I guess he hadn't worked in a while. And he was approached with this idea. And he's like, I do like to play against type. And in, the type being homicidal Leprechaun. Um, and he is our star. <laughs> and we sort of see him and he's counting his pot of gold. Is and he, he, I got to ask, like, is he small? 
he is, yes, he is a little person, Warwick Davis, and oh, okay. the leprechaun is. Oh, okay. So he's he okay. constantly re- is referred to as a wee person, but yes, he is small. Okay, he's small in stature. I know that but, wasn't the appropriate way to ask that, but I was also didn't know that Warwick Davis was a little person, so I didn't know. Oh no, no, and I think ask. like a a, a a someone of of an average height being a leprechaun, that's a whole other movie. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure if like someone of average height was like then. I didn't know what the technology was where they were like, make everything around him big so that the audience thinks he's small kind of thing. Wow. I mean, that would be, I would definitely love that movie <laughs> I want to sure. see that movie, but this also sounds uh, like um, it's already great. But yeah, uh, Warwick Davis is a little person. He, oh yeah, he, he, I don't know if you saw the Harry Potter movies. He's in those. No. He had a show, Life's Too Short, you oh, know. Yeah, um, sure. With Ricky Gervais. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff, but he is, yes, and he's serving. And I will say, Warwick Davis does a tremendous job with this character. He is, everything he said is a rhyme. I feel like he had to improvise a lot of stuff because, like, a lot of stuff seems a little off the cuff, but he's he's giving 110%. (laughs) Also, the concept of improvising in this movie is so funny. I, and he has, he has, like, a crazed leprechaun voice with an Irish accent the entire time. Right. I imagine he is not an Irish person. I don't. Or doesn't have an Irish accent? You know, maybe he does. Let me see. Um, where is Warwick Davis from? Oh, he's from England. So, okay, so he probably I think has maybe a UK, yeah. a UK accent. So I think he's hamming it up, and he is—he's yeah. screaming. You know, he's laughing maniacally. He's—he's he's serving, also, and this is a screaming serve. is perfect. Just somebody who's like, oh, he's just screaming a lot. Like, great, yeah. I'm already in <laughs> on this character. <laughs> Right, imagine a leprechaun just screaming just at you, scream. and that's a lot of the film. <laughs> and it is scary. And, of course, he is dressed like the leprechaun from the Lucky Charms box. So he has the green hat with the big buckle. He has a little green tuxedo with tails. They, there are so Perfect. many shots of his buckled, high-heeled shoes. So his shoes have a big gold buckle. I feel like, and that might have been in the trailer, but I feel like I know that image. Like, that, yes. that was something that I've seen of this movie. Like, I've seen those shoes. He also has sort of, like, what I would describe as, like, a demon's face. So uh-huh. there's a lot of, like, prosthetics and makeup great, to great. make him scarier. And he has, of course, uh, horizontal striped stockings. And he's committed to the look. And, he, you know, he's pulling it off. So we be, we open on the, the um, leprechaun. And just so you know, the leprechaun, what does he care about? He cares about his gold. Yeah. He just wants to know where the gold's at. Do you remember that meme where it was like there were people in a town that were claiming there was a leprechaun in a tree and somebody, it was like one of those like the early where people were remixing the news. Uh-huh, uh-huh, And it was uh-huh. just people being like, oh, there's a leprechaun in a tree and the news showed somebody's drawing and it looked like it was just like yes, an alien with a hat on or something. It's just like the head is just a circle and then there's just like eyes and a hat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and they interviewed another guy where he's like, oh yeah, my ancestor gave me a leprechaun flute and it's just like a piece of PVC pipe. I loved it. That was one of my favorite, like first early memes, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, I, I really, I love the internet and I love what, a lot of what it brings me now. I hate a lot of what it brings me now, but there was mm-hmm. something about kind of that early fun to like memes and social media and sharing that kind of stuff that I just can't get enough of. It was before we knew that it would, where it was going to lead. Right, right, right. He only cares about his gold. He just wants to know where the gold's at. And he opens on with a rhyme. And he says, Try as they will. And try as they might. Whose deals be gold. Won't live through the night. <laughs> so in case you're like, oh, is there anything more? Is this a more complicated, like an antihero? He just cares about his gold. Yeah. If he's a bag it, of he's gold coins. Exactly. Cut to Dan O'Grady, international drunk Irish businessman. Of course. Who has just returned to his home in North Dakota from his mother's funeral in Ireland, and he has said, sent ahead of himself a package. And his wife, Mrs. O'Grady, who is not given a first name that I could find. Yeah, no need to give a woman an identity. She's not going to be around very long. She says, did you ship your mother's ashes? Like, is that what's in the box? And he said, no. And he opens it, and it turns out he has stolen a leprechaun's gold. Oh. So he's celebrating. He took a limo back from the um, the airport. He's like, we are going to be rich. There are going to be no consequences for my action whatsoever. I'm going to go hide <laughs> Wait, does the he gold. say that? No, no but you're that's just saying, what, that's his know. vibe. It's like, this is, like, this is only good. 
yeah, we've did it. We've done it. We don't have to live in North Dakota anymore. Yeah. We are going to, we're, you know, we're going to be rich now. I'm going to go hide it somewhere on the property. You know, when you get money and the first thing you do is hide it somewhere on your property. Yeah, obviously you're like, let's not put this in a bank or try and, you know, invest it or use it. It's like, let's just hide it in a way that anybody could find it if they had to. Exactly. So when he's out doing that, unfortunately, Mrs. O'Grady hears what sounds like a child's voice calling from his suitcase saying, please let me out. If you don't let me out, I'm going to suffocate. So Mrs. O'Grady is like, dear God, he's brought a live child home again, probably. (laughs) And she runs over. And unfortunately, it is not a child. It is the leprechaun. He scares her so bad. She falls backwards down the basement steps and, um, you know, dies. So she's out. She, you see her for one minute and she's gone. Okay. Um, by the time uh, Mr. O'Grady comes back in, he's like, oh, is the tea ready? Is he burying it in the yard? He's like burying the gold in the yard. We find out that, oh my God, wait a minute. Well, this is a problem with the movie is they make a big deal about where the gold is. <laughs> and the, you know, that's the thing is the, the mechanics of the leprechaun is very confusing. But yes. let me just say he hides the gold somewhere. Okay. Where it is doesn't actually matter because it will be magically transported to a different location okay. at a different time. Okay. But he has hidden the gold and he's come in and he hears his wife in the kitchen like, oh, I made you some tea. Unfortunately, the person who walks out of the kitchen with tea on a tray, it's not his wife. It's the leprechaun using her voice. Do they ever um, play to the fact that the leprechaun is small and like, we get a vision shot and then have to like pan down. No, um, <laughs> I I feel like the um, mechanics of how it is filmed is pretty. You know, we're just Straight we have a couple different we're not, shots. We're not doing like perspective and like stuff like that. It's just like let's catch everything in the scene and that's all we need. No, but but later there are some jokes about his size. Um, but you're right; they don't play with it so much. I guess because they are trying to shoot it as a horror movie. If you're going to pan up from someone's shoes, once you see the shoes, it's like, I've seen enough. I'm terrified. It's literally all I need to see is those buckled high heels. And Dan O'Grady's like, how did you follow me here? And the leprechaun says, oh, we we people have their magical ways. And that's all the way, that's the only explanation we get is he's magic and he could just get the suitcase and show up. I would honestly rather that than some convoluted methodology where we have to, that we then like are constantly poking holes in in order for yes. this plot to move forward. So like, yeah, he's magic. Let's move on. I like that. Fortunately, Dan O'Grady knows what sort of the antidote, the garlic or crucifix okay. to the leprechaun, which is a four-leaf clover. Oh, is that, I don't know anything about um, Irish <clears throat> mythology. Is that like the basis of the good luck? Are leprechauns evil in Irish mythology? I don't think so. Okay. I think the leprechauns are like fairies, so they're sort of mischievous, but I do not think they're homicidal. Okay. Yeah. So I believe this is fictional. If you're an Irish mythology expert, please correct me on this. Yes. But no, I, I believe this is an invention where it's like, we have to have something where it gives them power yes. over him because he's magic. Right. Oh, it's the four-leaf closer. So Dan is able to trap the leprechaun in a crate and place, and he does this by shooting the leprechaun, Great. which will temporarily stun, but not kill a leprechaun. So much like, I guess, Already the vampire. Have some problems you, with the rules, but okay. Yeah, they play fast and loose um, with them, but much like if you shoot a vampire, it won't phase them. Right. The leprechaun is perhaps in some ways like an Irish vampire. Vampire? Okay. Um, But he's (laughs) able to shoot the leprechaun and then get him inside a crate and then put the four-leaf clover on top of the crate, trapping him inside. Okay. Unfortunately, Dan O'Grady then immediately has a stroke and collapses in his basement. After killing, putting the leprechaun in... A crate. Yes. Next to his wife's dead body, he collapses. Cut to 10 years later. Jennifer Aniston plays Tori, who I think she's supposed to be like 17 or 18. And she is being taken by her father, J.D., to his new home in North Dakota. We don't know anything about their lives, but she is being raised in Los Angeles. So I think we're going to think her parents split up. Her father moves to North Dakota. And brings her? And well, I think now she has to spend the summer with him. Yeah. And the the joke of, you know, Tori's character is that she's like a valley girl mall. Like, she only wants yeah. to go to the mall. She has like a Chanel purse. Yeah. She's like, this place is a dump. And it is a dump. Yeah, she's not wrong. Like, Yeah, she's right. Yeah, it's like, given the chance to be like in LA in high school with all of your friends over the summer versus like schlepping to North Dakota with your dad. I mean, it's a no-brainer. 
And the first things we hear her say, which is I think supposed to set up her as a character, she says, I can't believe I have to spend my summer in Hick, New Mexico with my dumb dad. And her dad replies, it's not New Mexico with North Dakota. And Tori says, oh, like it matters. All I care about is that it's not LA. That's her character. (laughs) That's a great character. But she, because Jennifer Aniston is a great actress, she's really likable. Like in a lot of other movies, that would have been like a very like shrill, one note, potentially misogynistic character. But you really like her and you're like, yeah, why would a teenager want to spend their summer flipping this house, like refurbishing this house with her father? Right. So they arrive and she's like, this place is disgusting. I am getting a hotel. I am not staying in this place. And she walks outside and she immediately runs into an absolute hunk. And his name is Nathan. And he's an absolute hunk in the way that, like, we have hunks now, but, like, the early 90s was prime hunk territory. Oh, it was the the hunkiest hunks. What kind, what kind of hunk is this? He has a very pale jean and a big belt buckle uh-huh. with a white tank top mm-hmm. tucked in and a, a sleeveless purple shirt. So, like, a sleeves cut okay. off, like, a button-down like shirt, a fl- which is like, over. Yeah. Yes. And he has shaggy hair, sort of, like, longer, you know, hair and the cowboy boots so he's like a country hunk yeah country a hunk that's if okay. you will <laughs> and she you know she runs into him and knocks over all of his paint thinner and he's like my paint thinner what you, uh, come on and she says oh sorry and she tries to give him 40 bucks and he's like i don't want your money i want an apology and so i think this is supposed to establish like oh all she cares about is money much like the leprechaun. Right. You know, she's going to have to learn to prioritize some other things in her life. For example, not being murdered by the leprechaun. Yeah, well, that's a pretty, that should be a high priority even for a valley girl. So um, Tori kind of is like, I don't care. I'm going to stay at a hotel. And then Nathan uses like a piece of reverse psychology where he's like, well, I'm just saying I've never met a guy who was afraid of a house and a couple spiders. So then Tori tells her father, actually, I am staying. I'm not afraid of the house or how dirty it is. In order to it's like a fuck you to Nathan, like I'm not afraid in a way that like that was enough to set up a character in, an, in a 90s movie. Yeah, you didn't need like all kinds of like complicated motivations and feelings. It's just like, well, I don't want to be seen as weak, so. Right. I do not want a hunk to think that I'm not cool. Right. As a result, I will always be murdered repeatedly by a leprechaun. Right. And also, like, but if a hunk is like, oh, you should, like, not be afraid of, like, spiders and shit, I'd be like, okay, but I'm going to just still be afraid of spiders. <laughs> like, right. She just says, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, we're, like did I lose my um, 50s calendar? Again, a lot of the dialogue seems improvised, and they're, everyone's doing the best they can. Yeah, that's okay. So with Nathan, who has been hired to help refurbish the house, which is a full dump, like it has been completely run down. Seemingly, it looks like it's stood open for like 50 years, but it's just the 10 since Dan O'Grady had a stroke and his wife was killed. And they never addressed this, but I'm like, what did, whoever found them there, what did they think happened? Right, right. I mean, it's like, okay, she fell down the stairs. Like, Yes, that makes sense. But like, who, why, who, like someone, if they're both dead and like she obviously no, no, he. Has- so he's not dead. He has had a stroke. And he's essentially, we, uh, we have to assume oh. paralyzed or cannot speak. Right. But again, like, what happened? Exactly. <laughs> no one knows. And we will never know. We don't, we don't know who would have found them. I assumed, okay, so they're just going to still be down there. But no, someone came and obviously okay. cleaned up a little bit. And sold the house. This is and yeah. sold the house. Yes, and they did not sell, they did not clean up the crate. The crate is still there. So that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it was not clean, cleared out. I guess the Radies didn't have kids, so it was like they're like, we're not going to, like the town or whatever, is like, we're not going to bother to clean this house? I but don't then, know. Like, some, somebody was like, I'll move in. It's okay that their shit's still here. Like, Can you tell that Alice and I are not homeowners and have no <laughs> concept? I'm like, maybe this happens and... Do houses come with stuff in them? <laughs> I guess they it was like, this is the cheapest house. Like the dad's like, I have no money for my divorce. Right. I want to be in the middle of fucking nowhere, North Dakota. Right. I will buy the cheapest house. Oh, okay, it has stuff. That's fine. I'll just take it out and, and redo yeah. the house myself. All right, let's go I with that. I guess that's what we're thinking. Yeah. So Nathan, the contractor hunk, is uh, joined by his 10-year-old brother, Alex, and their friend, Ozzy Jones, who is described on Wikipedia as their dim-witted friend. Mm. And he's also the villain from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Do you oh, remember okay. that? Yes. He's like the snobby, like, rich... Mm-hmm kid slash man-child. So he's, this is something that, again, you don't see in films, but it was much more common in the 80s, 90s. A childlike adult. Yes. Who, it's, it's not like, I they did not go so far to be like, this person is mentally disabled. Right. 
But they, it is intimated that that is what is going on. Right. In a way that just, it's, it's tough to watch now. It's very strange. It does feel very out of time and, like, not okay. But, like, this was very much a thing. Yeah, and, and you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens to Ozzy, like, paint falls on his head. Like, he's sort of like this, like, a lot of, like, you know, like Pratt bumbling falls and that kind of stuff. And, yeah. yeah, very bumbling. Very bumbling. And the other thing about Ozzy is that he's constantly making up stories. Like, he's constantly okay. being like, oh, I saw a UFO, I saw Bigfoot. He, and everyone's like, oh, my God, Ozzy, like, of course. Yeah. Unfortunately, Ozzy's going to be the first person to run across a leprechaun, so Naturally. people are not going to believe him. Right. Um, because of his history of telling absolute lies. And everyone, they're, they're going to paint the house. I, it's one of those things where it's like, you're going to paint the outside of the house, but everything is covered in filth. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to how they're redoing the house. Right. Yeah, like, you're going to leave the person who lived there before stuff there, but you're going to paint the exterior. Like, there's just... Right. And when yeah. they finally do start painting, again, because I'm sure they're like, I don't know, we have paint. This is the color paint we have. They're painting the house baby blue with bright red shutters. Oh, that's a trim. terrible combo. Disgusting. So it makes me Light think, like, blue is, and red. is Tori's dad, like, just going through something? Like, yeah, he's, he's clearly— like, I'm going to have a, a blue and red house, and I'm going to live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, he is definitely processing his divorce through some yes. interesting lifestyle choices. So the leprechaun manage, manages to lure Ozzy to the basement by imitating the child's voice, like he did before. And Ozzy's like, why the hell is there a child imprisoned in a crate in this basement, reasonably? Right. And when he's trying to figure out how to open the crate, he brushes the withered um, four-leaf clover off the crate, and the leprechaun just fucking punches its way <laughs> through the wood, like, into his face. And Ozzy's like, oh, shit. He immediately knows the leprechaun. It's, it's- Which is also crazy. Like, if I were in that position... It being a real leprechaun. Would you not- just bought your first home. You're going to redo it. You're really excited. You find a crate. There seems to be a child inside of it. And you're trying to free. And then suddenly a leprechaun just punches through the top of the crate. <laughs> and Ozzy, of course, flips out, runs outside. He's like, oh, my God, there's a leprechaun in the basement. And everyone's like, oh, boy, Ozzy again, making stuff up. And he's, like, doing that thing, like we always talk about in horror movies, where somebody runs in and they, and they aren't, like, talking, so they're not explaining right. the situation. Right. And he's like, he's like, he wasn't nice, like, Lucky Charms or anything. And we also see the leprechaun eat a bug, so he eats a spider. <laughs> oh. So I was like, I guess he's just supposed to be like, I'm fucking gross, too, on top of being a leprechaun. Yeah, you know, yeah it seems like a very gross character. And we also learn another important thing about the leprechaun, which is that he is a, um, a cobbler by trade, and he loves to shine shoes. So he offers to shine Ozzy's shoes, but then also he eats a spider in front of him. Is that a real part of uh, the lore of a leprechaun? Are they all Yes, I cobblers? believe that part— I believe that like there's a shoe in. connection. Okay, because yeah. it feels like there's a lot of stuff about shoes going on here. And it's like, did the movie just decide that? Or is that part of the mythological history that they're bringing in? I believe, again, this is based solely <laughs> on me going to the Wikipedia article for Leprechauns. But yes, I believe the shoe connection is real. Yeah. So they were like, ah, we'll draw from that. Yeah. He, he <laughs> loves to shine. He compulsively wants to shine shoes. Shining shoes and eating spiders. Exactly. A Leprechaun story. So everyone's like, oh, Ozzy, you're being ridiculous. They go downstairs and they find a rat, but no leprechaun. So like, oh, you probably just heard a sound and then you made up it was a leprechaun, which is a whole, uh, that's a lot, you know? That's a lot, that's a lot of, yeah. So they go outside and they see a, um, a rainbow across the sky. Ozzy says, oh, we have to go to the end of the rainbow because there's going to be a pot of gold there. Right. Which is very clever. Yes. And Alex, this is another thing that from this time period where Alex the child is just berating Ozzy at all times. He's like, you're an idiot. You're embarrassing yes. me. In a way where it's like, that's a grown man. Yeah. Like, please treat him with some dignity. Any amount of respect would be a step up from this treatment. And he very early in the movie, some paint is on a ladder and it falls all over him. So then for the rest of the movie, he's covered in paint. And it's like, <laughs> please stop berating me. You're my only friend. Like, I work for you and your brother. I have nothing else. <laughs> um, but Alex agrees to go with Ozzy. And wouldn't you know it, the rainbow ends like at an old broken down truck. And they okay. find a gold coin. Oh. And they're like, oh my God. And they pick it up. And as soon as they pick it up, the whole bag of gold materializes. Which is why I was like, well, then why did it matter where, where it Dan O'Grady hit it? It materializes in the truck. 
Okay. I don't know how to answer that. Okay, so we don't have an answer there. Like, Why would they just not have it like, oh, he put it in the truck? I don't know. Like, you see it materialize, which I find confounding. I'm just going to suspend the disbelief and be like, this is the plot of the This movie. is just how it is, yeah. yeah. So now Ozzy and Alex have the gold. And they're like, we're going to hide it because if we show it to the adults, they're going to want it because adults love money and that's all they care yeah. about. And Alex says to Ozzy, oh, we could use this money to um, get you a surgery on your brain so that people don't make fun of you anymore. And Ozzy says, do people make fun of me? Oh, God. And Alex says, oh, only behind your back. And I was like, this kid is so mean. That's so mean. Also, a lot of things there. One, surgery on your brain, that there's just <sighs> a lot to that. And it feels like very archaic because but I get like for what for what we're led to believe is is some kind of mental disability. Um right. I, I don't, it's just a heartbreaking moment. We're yeah, like, that's tough. Don't tell him that. No. And, however, Ozzy then he's he's taking a coin. They they both he takes a coin out of the bag to test if it's real gold. Or guilt. Of course we know. <laughs> yeah, it's all chocolate. It's all melted. But we all know from, much like how we all know what to do if there's quicksand, we all know that if to test something is real gold, you have to bite you it. You have to bite it. And Allison, he, Ozzy inadvertently just swallows the entire gold coin. I know. I know. So Ozzie. that's going to come back and uh, really uh, blow up in his face, unfortunately. Also, to put a, a, a quick question, like, a gold coin, like I can't spend a gold coin, right? Yeah, like I, like I don't, like I don't think I could show up to my ba- to Chase with a bag of gold coins and be like, I'd like to cash this. Yeah, you'd have to go to some sort of like dealer or pawn yeah. shop or like an expert and have them give you actual money for it. Exactly, right. you can't. You can't just go to a doctor and be like, fix this guy's brain. Here's a bag <laughs> of gold. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe in Trump's America, maybe, you yeah, can do maybe it. in North Dakota, you can. Right, that's true. That's how everyone pays for their brain surgeries. Meanwhile, Tori and um, Nathan are painting the house. Feels something caressing her leg. And of course, she assumes it's Nathan. She's like, Nathan? And then she looks down and it scratches her. And it, and it runs away. And she's like, well, that wasn't Nathan. It's like, yeah, Nathan didn't crawl under the truck and like lay on the ground. Like, it's not an adult. Why would an adult man no. bend down and caress your bottom? You're like, it makes no sense. No, it's something low to the ground. And so Nathan and her father, J.D., run out. And they're like, what happened? And she's like, something was caressing my leg. It felt like a hand. And they're like, no, it must have been like a cat or like something, you know, like an animal. Right. And she's like, I know what it feels like when a man is correcting, caressing my leg. And her dad goes, you do? <laughs> I could hear Jennifer Aniston saying that. And she's killing it. Every yeah. line, she's giving you what you want. Exactly. And so they run over to where they think this creature has gone inside of a tree, of course. And her father reaches his hand into the tree and something bites his hand terribly. And he pulls it out and it's got a huge, what looks like human teeth and it's spraying blood. So they all pile into Nathan's work truck and they drive to the emergency room. Thank God they, you know, again, like- I'm shocked. I'm shocked at how reasonable that is. Oh yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, unreasonably, the leprechaun leaps on a tricycle, which is in this barn. So there's like also a barn on the property. And he rides a tricycle at superhuman, I guess he's is superhuman, to town behind their truck. So they left. He's following them. I think a tricycle is the scariest mode of transportation. And he has a little bell that he keeps going like bing, 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 (laughs) which is upsetting. (laughs) I don't like that. So um, they get to town and Nathan and Tori take JD to the ER to fix his hand. And Ozzy and Alex go to a pawn shop to have their the gold appraised. Oh, okay. And the pawn shops are like, um, like each coin he thinks, because it's solid gold, would be about $500. But he's saying it has like an ancient Celtic imprint on it. He's like, this might be priceless. Like this might be like some right. artifact. Right. Leave it here. I'll write you a receipt. And come back tomorrow. I'm going to do some research because what else am I doing? I'm a pawn shop yeah, owner got, in a tiny in, town. Yeah, in North Dakota. I'm sure like a lot of stuff of value isn't really coming in. Yeah. So they leave to go meet back up with Tori and Nathan at a diner, their pre, pre-determined meetup spot. Unfortunately, the pawn shop owner is then immediately killed by the leprechaun. Well, because he has the gold. Yeah, well, they only okay. left one gold coin. That's why. They don't leave the whole bag. Right. So they leave one gold coin. The leprechaun shows up. And the method of murder in this scene is, um, you know, there's a bunch of stuff like toys and like mm-hmm. all sorts of accoutrement in the shop. The leprechaun finds a pogo stick, pogos onto no. the uh, the shop owner's chest, and then essentially punctures his lung 
killing him with a pogo stick. Is the pawn shop owner standing or is he knocked over and he's He's been knocked on. to the ground. And so he's pogoing shocked. on him. Yeah. Yes. And he says while he's doing it, This sword left, oh, he played oh, one. Oh, he played pogo oh, on his life. Oh, Teach oh, you to steal oh, me gold. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's even a stretch of a rhyme, which does make me think it's improvised. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a, or, or it's a first draft. <laughs> he then also polishes the, own, the shop owner's shoes, because that's what he does. And then he finds the coin, the one coin that was left behind, and he says, by the luck of the Irish. And I just feel like Irish, like it's not fair to Irish people to associate them with this no. kind of chaos. No, it's not. It's really the not. The Irish don't want this. No. So they they end up meeting up with Tori and Nathan, and they go back to the house. And as they're driving back, they do not notice that the leprechaun has stolen, like, I don't know what you would call these, but they're like little cars, like ride-on cars, like that kids used to, I mean, maybe they still have, but like it looks like a Jeep, but like it's for a toddler. Like pow, pow, power wheels. Yes. Yeah. So like like they're like electric and you could drive them for like two minutes and then they die. I remember my friends had like a Jeep one and I was just so jealous. I was like, they have a car. And my mom's like, it's not a car. <laughs> it's not a car. Don't take it to the street. <laughs> However, the leprechaun is driving one, which he's also put a bunch of other toys and stuff in the back of it. And the car is traveling at about 60 miles per hour down the highway. Naturally. Like the car is, I'm assuming, powered by his magic. Yes. So then he gets pulled over by a sheriff's dep- deputy. <laughs> In an actual car. And there's a lot of moments where people are mistaking the leprechaun for a child. He does not look like a child. He looks like a monster. Children don't wear heels. <laughs> they should not be allowed to. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he says to the leprechaun, aren't you a little young to be driving? Now take off that ridic- ridiculous mask. So he's assuming. That's actually a fair assumption if, if you're living in reality. Like you're like. Which is tough. The yeah. most realistic thing that this could be is a child in a mask. So, of course, the leprechaun chases him into the woods, digs his claws into the cop's face, steals his gun, and then eventually kills the cop by dropping out of a tree onto the cop's shoulder and then snapping his neck. So this cop is, I mean, brutally murdered. Brutally, brutally murdered. So uh, the our gang gets back, and while they've been gone, he has ransacked the place. He was trying to eat food. The leprechaun beats them back to the house. Yes. Okay. But using his magical... Transportation. Power wheel speed. Yeah. <laughs> he has eaten a bunch of, we see him eat some like 10-year-old Lucky Charms, of course, and then spit them out because they're ancient. And then he has also polished all of Tori and JD's shoes. So he's gone through all their shoes that they uh, have in their suitcases and polished them on, lined them up. They get back there and everyone's like, what the hell is this? And Nathan says, maybe it was a bear. A bitch? A bear. <laughs> yeah, you think a bear is uh, polishing shoes? And lining them up or- in an organized, neat fashion? So they all decide, okay, we're going to just clean up and stay here for the night. Allison, what would you do in this scenario? (laughs) What would you do? What would you do? You come home. No. Your (laughs) shoes are perfectly polished. Like a professional has polished them. And also there's food strewed everywhere. Which way, that part could be a bear. That part, definitely, I'm like, that's a bear. But the shoes, I'd be like, we're not, somebody has been here or is still here we are calling the police. We are going to stay in a hotel or a motel or at someone else's home. Like, there's no way in hell that I'm staying the night in a house where magically all of our shoes have been polished and lined up while we were at the hospital. Like, exactly. absolutely not. I mean, if you came home to your apartment and all your shoes were out and been polished, you'd be like, well, I can never come back here. I would just shut Somebody the door has and be inside. like, I'll move again. Well, unfortunately, they just decided to clean up and um, unshine their shoes. I don't know what they think is going to happen. But yeah, why would you not immediately go to a hotel or go to Nathan and Alex's house? Like, they have a home that is in this town somewhere. Right, and like, again, like, I would call some kind of third party or authority to be like, hey, this happened, like, check out my house. But up until now, Ozzy and Alex believe in the leprechaun because they found the gold. But Tori and Nathan are like, yeah, okay. Like, they have not seen the leprechaun, so they just assume it's somebody broke in or whatever, or a bear, okay. Mm. However, they keep hearing a tricycle bell bring, bring, bring. No, absolutely not. I mean, props to the leprechaun for having such a theatrical presence. Yeah, he has. he's having a ton of fun. Yeah, and that's good for, I like that for him. 
So they keep hearing it outside. So Nathan takes his shotgun and starts to like patrol around the house. And he is uh, immediately substituted to a bear trap, which he is caught in, which of course the leprechaun has uh, placed outside. Right. And the leprechaun then sort of like blows its cover and runs out and attacks Nathan. So now, and everyone else runs out of the house to try to help Nathan. Everyone now sees there's a leprechaun. Right. It is unmistakably a leprechaun. He does not have the element of surprise. I guess he just wants chaos. Yeah, he does seem like an agent of chaos more than anything else. And he keeps screaming, I you know, want my gold, I want my gold. But of course, Nathan and Tori don't know about the gold at all. They don't have the, they can't be like, okay, where do you put it? We don't right. know that yet. Yeah, okay. So Tori screams at Ozzy, go run inside and call 911. He calls 911, but because Ozzy's constantly calling 911 and reporting like Bigfoot and UFOs, yeah, very the sheriff's department's like, boy, who's oh, was Ozzy again? Yeah. And the problem with uh, the leprechaun is that you could shoot it. So it gets shot, like, it gets shot in the head. It gets shot, yeah. like, six times. It, it will momentarily stun it, but unfortunately it, it will not it. stop it. Um, and so, yeah, so eventually they run back out to the truck. The truck stalls. Alex has to get out of, of the truck, of course. And while while the, the car finally starts, and then we hear something explode out of the barn, and the— Leprechaun has welded together no. like a devil mobile, like a leprechaun-sized devil mobile with like a pitchfork welded to the front. His transportation <laughs> is a nonstop romp. I mean, we're going from tricycle to power wheels to pogo stick to like a car he makes out of weapons in a barn. I mean, yes, it, he's he's creative. And so he, in this devil mobile with a pitchfork in front, he slams into Nathan's work truck so hard, the truck flips over and is now unusable. And everyone's able to run back inside because there's, I mean, there's nothing. Like, it's not like you could run through the woods. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're isolated, which is why I'd never live at one of these places, in my opinion. Right, I, I agree. So finally, she, uh, Tori calls 911 and she reports it. However, the leprechaun then cuts the phone line, so they cannot call out anymore. Oh, and she right. also has a portable phone, but it, the bat- of course the batteries died. Right, yeah. It's the 90s. Those things, like, barely functioned. And if you're in a horror movie, keep your battery charged. Always. Even if your phone is the size of, you know, a box of Lucky Charms in this yes. scenario. <laughs> and so they're trapped there. It, they, there's no escape. And finally, Ozzy lets slip that they found the gold of the leprechaun, and they hid it in the well. So they know okay. where the gold is. So Tori's like, you dum-dums, let's just give him back the gold. Right. So then Tori has to go out. She has the uh, shotgun because Nathan is injured. And there's a great line where Nathan's like, have you ever shot one of these? And Jennifer Aniston cocks the shotgun and goes, nope, and then walks outside. I was like, she's great. She's, <laughs> she's so funny. Great. She's such a funny actress. That's so fun. So she goes out. She's able to get the gold out, and she gives it back to the leprechaun, who is, again, disgusting. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, what they don't know, but because Ozzy is not revealed, is that he has swallowed one of them. Right. So the leprechaun is momentarily, you know, nullified. Placated, it, yeah. Until he realizes they lied to me. They took one of one of my 100 gold coins. I only have 99 here. Right. Oh, because he got the other one back from the pawn shop guy when he pogoed him to death. Uh, so now we've reached sort of the Looney Tunes part of the movie where sure. he is just uh, riding a skateboard back and forth. Okay. Um, you know, in like a door frame. He loves getting around. He accidentally burns his hand at his burner on a burner and he screams, we're cooking now, kids, which is like has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and then anytime he doesn't have a line, he's just screaming deedly D as he's <laughs> running, which I do, I do love. That's very funny and scary in a bizarre way. So they, Ozzy basically says, I, I have the gold inside me. Maybe I should just let the leprechaun kill me and sacrifice myself. And Tori's like, we're not going to let the leprechaun kill anybody. Yeah, no. And they brainstorm and they realize, wait a minute, Dan O'Grady, he knew enough to trap the leprechaun. He's still alive. Because they don't know about the four-leaf clover. We do mm-hmm. as the audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he's still alive and he lives like in a, a you know, like a old folks home in mm-hmm. town, we can go and ask him what to do. And Tori says, I will go, I will take, luckily, turns out there's another car this whole time. I mean, okay. Why they don't all go with her to the old folks' home, I cannot tell you. Right. I cannot it's explain It's like, that. no, let's stick around the house where the leprechaun is. Right, you have Ozzy, Alex, who is a child, and Nathan, who is bleeding out from the bear trap injury he received right. an hour or so ago. Oh, my God. Take them to the hospital, dro- drop them off the hospital, and then go to the old folks' home. Right. If you're in a hospital, it will be harder, I would assume, for the leprechaun to kill you. However, instead, she just takes Nathan's Jeep to the old folks' home. 
to talk to O'Grady. And she gets there and she she walks into O'Grady's room and she says immediately, like, it got out of the crate, which I appreciate. Like, you know what I'm here for and right, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Right. And um, Mr. Dan O'Grady is sitting in a wheelchair, like, facing the window. And he's like, I knew this day would come. There's only one way to kill a leprechaun, but I'm not going to tell you how. And Terry goes, why not? And he turns around. It is the leprechaun. He just has a wig on. He just okay. has a wig on. Where's he getting all these wigs and props? I he's don't, like carrot I top. don't know. <laughs> he's got, like, a trunk that he's carrying around with, like, different outfits. Um, so finally, we've arrived at the point of, the, of our episode where I ask you, Allison, who will survive? survive. Just knowing how many leprechaun films there are, I'm going to guess the leprechaun survives. Mm -hmm. I think Tori survives. I think uh, for Ozzy to die feels dark in like a way that I don't know if the (laughs) the early 90s gave a shit or not. So I want him to survive. I think at least one person will die. But maybe not. I don't know. If if one person were to die, who, who, who do you think it would be? I guess Nathan. Okay. The, he, he's the, he does have the, the bear yeah, trap injury. Yeah, he had injury. the injury, and he's not a child or mm-hmm. um, implied to be disabled, so. And do you, do you think there'll be a twist, or do you think there'll be, like, a re- reveal, or is it just pure chaos all the way out from now on? I think I think that maybe where O'Grady actually is is, is a twist. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, Eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Well, well, we're about to find out where he oh, is. Okay. Um, so Tori runs, she's still in the old folks home. She runs to the elevator and the body of Dan O'Grady Jesus slams Christ. through the top of the elevator no. car. So, you know, Tori is screaming. Luckily he is dying, but he's not dead. And he tells her, if you are able to place a four-leaf clover directly onto his body, it will kill him. So okay. I was able to trap him because oh. it was on top of the crate. But if you were to somehow get it onto him, he, he would die. Which okay. sounds like a lot. Like, you're going to hold right. that guy down? Right. He seems like a coke-fueled maniac. He's also a full, like, he's and, uh, he's fully magic. Like, we've seen him right. do things that are unbelievable. Right. So, like, what are the odds that you could pin him down? And- well, she's going to have to. Um, 
on their way back, because the leprechaun, of course, followed her to the old folks' home, um, he is uh, now, even though we've seen him with two different cars that seem to be very serviceable to him, he uh, is roller skating, and <laughs> he, at a certain point, goes so fast and doesn't make a turn and then slams through a white picket fence and leaves, like, a Looney Tunes-style <laughs> leprechaun, including the hat, image. Like, shape. Yes, through the white picket fence that has to, like, climb back out, which I appreciate. They're like, listen, we just got to do this. Yeah, we just got to have a little bit of fun. Not that they haven't been having fun the whole time. Time, but so she drives back, and, and right before uh, O'Grady dies, horribly stuck through the top of this elevator car, covered in blood. He tells her there's a clover patch next to the house, so go search through the clover patch. So she runs back. Tori, Nathan, and Ozzy are frantically searching through this clover patch. And what I appreciate about the clover patch is it is just a green light shining on grass. So as they're digging, like, the green's on her jacket, on her hair. Like, it's a green light as opposed to be like, we're going to spray paint the grass or something. Right. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. And, you know, Tori's becoming more and more frantic. And she's like, how are we possibly going to find it? Like, four-leaf right. clovers are very rare. Right. And Ozzy says to her, you know, you're just losing your faith. You have to believe. And I think if we wow. believe, we're going to find it. And Tori's like, oh, yeah, we'll believe in this. And she, like, grabs, a, a, like, a, a bunch of leaves and, like, shoves in his face. It's like, oh, yeah, I believe in this. And, of course, in One that of- handful that she's ripped out, she, you know, she's able to find it. But then, of course, you know, we have the conundrum of how do how you, you take touch- this yeah. And touch a leprechaun, which also implies that you have to touch a leprechaun. Right, which I wouldn't want to do. And uh, the leprechaun is now back and is still causing chaos. And he corners Ozzy because Ozzy's sort of like, the coin is in my belly. Take me. If you're going to kill any of us, I'm the one. And so instead of just like ripping open his belly, which I'm glad I didn't want to see, the the leprechaun takes the buckle off his shoes and is just slashing Ozzy's face. He's torturing him for no reason. And it's like, this guy, it's like, I like it's like he did not deserve this. He has done no. nothing wrong. He no. did swallow a coin, but that could happen to the best. That was of us. an accident. My cat once ate a dime. Like it's right. Would we would we let a leprechaun slash your cat's face with a belt with a shoe buckle? No. No, she was a Persian. It was real flat anyway. Oh, oh she was so silly. There's also a moment where um, Alex says, like, you know, we I didn't want to tell you where the, that the money, the gold coins were in the well because I wanted to get surgery for Ozzy's brain. Mm-hmm. And Tori says, that's not a real surgery. And Alex goes, I know. Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God. So like, the whole time you're, like, guy. toying with this guy, like, that he could get better, in quotes. And, oh, my God. And luckily, we, we, obviously, we've seen Alex disrespect Ozzy over and over and over again. So he has to make it up to Ozzy. So he takes the four-leaf closer and he wraps it in his gum that he's been chewing. Yeah. And in a perfect 90s kid movies move, slingshots the gum clover perfect. mix into the leprechaun's screaming open mouth. I mean, because it's always screaming. So you have pretty good odds of getting it in an open <laughs> exactly. mouth. Exactly. He has not <laughs> shut his fucking mouth this whole goddamn movie. <laughs> it flies in and then he proceeds to melt and liquefy, what? like he's in, like, do you remember, I think it's Gremlins 2, where they, mm-hmm. oh, you see all the Gremlins melt at the end. Mm-hmm. He's disintegrating and okay. screaming, of course, the whole time. Right. And luckily, he, as he's staggering and doing his final, you know, dramatic denouement, he falls down the well. Okay. And um, he tries to call back out, and luckily, Nathan knocks him down the well again, dumps paint thinner down the well, and sets the well on fire. Good. Just then, the cops are rolling up right as dawn breaks, and all four of them have successfully survived. Okay. But unfortunately, you hear the leprechaun's voiceover saying, I'll not rest till I have me gold. Curse this well that me soul shall dwell till I find me magic that breaks me spell. So he is alive in some sense. He's like incapacitated? Yes. Okay. I guess it's like you can't kill him. Well, like, that's bad. Anyways, that's the end of the movie. And it sets up to date. How many sequels did we say? Six sequels, seven movies. Yeah. And so, so yeah, does he die? No, man, he's back. Yeah, I, fi- I mean, I figured that he Yeah, seven sequels. Can't. It's not going to be seven different leprechauns. Though, I mean, maybe. Is it implied that he's not the only one? Um, it's never mentioned, but yeah, I think so. It's not like he's the leprechaun. It's like he's leprechauns a leprechaun. as a group. I, you know, I did some research, and uh, at least some of the research, again, when I say research, I mean I just Google leprechaun facts. Sure. yeah. They claim that there's no female leprechauns. So I guess it's like they just use, like, parthenogenesis, like sharks do sometimes, yeah, 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 and just, yeah. like, 
give birth to another male leprechaun? I guess. Maybe I it's like know. seahorses? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But they, they're still female seahorses. They just don't carry children. Yeah, I mean, there's so much that we have left to learn. And that's I don't understand why, the biology of leprechaun reproduction. Well, this is why we should probably watch bi- uh, 2014's Leprechaun Origins, because I wonder if it'll answer some of those questions Oh, for I us. bet it does. I bet it doesn't at all. <laughs> so, Allison, can you tell me, what are some fatal mistakes some of our characters have made in Leprechaun? Fatal mistakes. I mean, there's a lot of mistakes in this movie. One, moving into a house that has someone's stuff in it. <laughs> Yeah, because you never know what's going to be in a crate. Yeah, going with your dad to North North Dakota when you could stay in L.A. all summer <laughs> with your friends. You almost said North Korea, and that's also true. Do <laughs> yeah, not go with your dad to North Korea, even if he buys like a dad. fixer-upper and he's yeah. really depressed from his divorce. It's just like not worth it. He, you don't have blue and red paint in North Korea. Um also, you never see the dad again. Like, you just stay, they're like, oh, he's going to stay overnight, which they maybe in the 90s they'd have you do. Now they'd be like, you're on the street. I don't care if you bit off your fingers. Like, Yeah, um... Tell your story walking, man. I think also uh, not bringing the others. I mean, Ozzy not coming forward earlier with like, I swallowed a gold coin by accident. Right. Not a fatal mistake, but all of the berating of Ozzy, I think could we could we didn't need. <laughs> and maybe, maybe he felt, maybe he didn't want to come forward because he knew he'd be berated. So, yeah. so it's that's, a self-fulfilling yeah, prophecy. Cause and effect here. Um, yeah. That, that's it. The rest of them kind of, like once he's kind of on his roll, there's nothing that any of them could there's have done. There's nothing they could have done. They there's really, truly nothing. Yeah. I would have taken Nathan to the hospital sooner. Yeah. Well, once I, because it's kind of a, I was like, oh no, now the car's destroyed. And then suddenly she's like, I'll take the Jeep. I was like, I'm sorry, there's another car. Get in the fucking car. Take Drive this injured man to Ozzy and a child. Get out of here. Yeah. I want to do a segment I'm I'm calling um, Serial Killers. Um, As the leprechaun was inspired at a certain point by Lucky Charms. I want to discuss what other serial mascots do you think are scary enough mm-hmm. to deserve their own horror movie? Let's see. So, I, I mean, obviously the entire extended universe of Count Chocula and Booberry. Right. But that's Which seems obvious. like a cheat because, uh, yeah, right. they're already they're sort all, of universal monsters. They're built into monsterdom. Yeah. I mean, Tony the Tiger's energy is <laughs> malicious, I think. I don't, yeah. like, there's something about him, like, I don't know if he's, like, roided up or, like, what's going on, but he's got a lot of, like, negative, it feels like he's got demons. To me, like, Tony the Tiger's, like, he was the star of his musical theater apartment in high school, mm-hmm. but then he tried out, like, he did do some auditions, and he just never got anywhere on yeah. Broadway. Yeah. And now he's back home, and he's he's got anger, but also he needs mm-hmm. to, like, put on a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go with um, Captain Crunch. I, oh, I feel like yeah. the idea of an evil captain... Mm-hmm. Is scary to me. Also, like ships and General Nautica, I think aren't used <laughs> enough in in horror. Oh yeah, well you're from Maryland, so I, I mean I feel like it would all be nautical yeah. horror. Yeah, like give me more ghost ships. <laughs> and then finally, we're we've arrived at our final segment where we rate our film on the spooky scale. Allison, but on a scale of one to ten screams, where do you think Leprechaun falls? A spooky scale. I would give this a four. Okay. Even though, to me, he's very scary and creepy, but I think the antics are so cartoonish. Right. But I think that not being able to kill him is scary because there is kind of a, like, all hope is lost. Like, what do we even do about this? Yeah. Also, did um, Ozzy have to, like, pass the gold coin? They don't address it, but I have to assume that he poops it out at a certain point, and it's going to (laughs) hurt. Yeah, I mean, I imagine that the gold coins are large. And he's not like he's going to digest it or anything. No, it's gold. Well, they don't address it, much like many things that are brought up in this movie. We just have to let go and let God. Uh, What would you give this? I'm going to give it a two. Mm -hmm. I I thought he himself is scary, but then the way he acts, his personality makes him less scary. Mm -hmm. If he was more malicious and less yelling one-liners and riding a skateboard and... (laughs) Running into a fence, I feel like I would be a little more scared. But yeah. I also understand, listen, you you want to get people in those seats, so you got to show them everything yeah. he's got. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, another another great horror movie that we got to ruin. Let us know how many, uh, if you want to do all the Leprechaun sequels, or if there's a Leprechaun sequel, you're like, please, I don't care about the other ones, but I do need to do In Space or Back to the Hood. Yeah. <laughs> We're open to, you know, we don't have to do them all, but if there's a select few, that would be super fun. If there's like a standout from the franchise that we 
have to talk about, let us know. We are down. And also, um, while, while we have you here, if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing us, um, yes. allegedly that helps other people see our podcast, which we, yeah, we definitely also, want. We love praise. So, you know, heap it on us. We can take it. Tell us how great yeah, we are. Yeah, we can stand the praise that you're willing <laughs> to heap on us. Um, and obviously, also follow us on uh, social media, and you could email us at um, ruined at the radio point dot com. Yeah, so do that. And uh, as always, I'll say Keep it this it, time. Oh, it, oh no, sorry. Dang it. No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, we beg of you. We implore you to keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Bye. Ruined is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.